0: Sit down, grab a blanket, and snuggle up with your furry family because it's time for Your Pet Matters with Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care where Dr. Michael Tequila will discuss everything you need to know to keep your fuzzy friends happy, healthy, and safe. Your Pet Matters is underwritten by Progressive Veterinary Care, 390 County Road, Route 518, Skillman. For more information online, it's progressiveveterinarycare.com. Here he is now, only on 1077 The Brunk.
1: Good morning, welcome to Your Pet Matters. I'm your host, Michael Dr. T. Takewa, and today I want to do role play. So I'm going to take the the role of, of there's different scenarios, phone call scenarios that we get at the practice that every practice gets. And believe it or not, this is real. Um, And so I'm going to break it down into three different scenarios. I'm going to both play the CSR person um, and the client. But the clients are going to talk in their own way. Um, and so I hope it opens up a discussion and opens, opens up a, a thought process within you, pet parents, about what, why us veterinarians and veterinary team members recommend what we do. So let's start with number one. Okay. Enacted real-life scenarios at the vet clinic. I call this one, it's a matter of convenience. Take one. Hello, so-and-so Animal Hospital. Mike speaking. How can I help you? Oh, hi, Mrs. Smith. Let me just look you up and see what Fluffy's due for... Okay, it looks like we're due for our rabies and this temper vaccine and some blood work in July. Okay, um as you know due to COVID the situation's pretty hectic here. Um we're booking about three weeks out. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm sorry, three weeks out. Um we can fit Fluffy in on I have an opening um Tuesday June fifteenth at ten AM. <laughs> Okay, that's not gonna work for you. How about uh, June twenty-first? Uh, looks like it's a Monday. Um, at I have openings from nine through noon. Oh, oh, okay. So she's having diarrhea now. How long's that been going on for? Okay, ten days. Ten days. Um, and how's she feeling? Is she lethargic? Is she eating well? Okay. Okay. So you're very concerned, um, and you want to be seen right away. Okay. Um, as I said before, because of COVID, we are incredibly booked. Um, we can try to squeeze you in, um, sooner than that. Um, it, it sounds like you're very upset. Okay. 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 So we really want to do what's best for Fluffy's interests so we can get Fluffy squeezed in today. Um because of the bookings, because everyone needs an appointment, there is a what we call same day non wellness fee. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry, but it's it's like I said, it's COVID. We can squeeze you in today. Um we can get you in at two thirty, but there's a same day non wellness <sighs> Okay, okay, so you're going to take that appointment. Okay, we'll, we'll squeeze Fluffy in. So if this is for, I just want to clarify, this is for diarrhea. Okay, It's for diarrhea and you're very concerned. Okay, we'll see you at 2.30 um, with Fluffy. Okay, okay. See you then. Take care. Bye. Click. 2.40 that day. I shouldn't be ring. Two forty that day. Oh, hello, uh, Mrs. Smith. Hi, it's 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 Mike from the vet clinic. We're calling because uh, Fluffy had an appointment today for diarrhea at two thirty. Oh. Oh. Okay. So you went to another vet clinic because they saw you at noon today. Okay. Um. Uh, well, we hope everything was met to your satisfaction, and if there is anything we can do for you, uh, please let us know. Um. I'll tell you what. I'll put a call back in tomorrow to make sure the fluffy's still doing okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. So let let's let's talk about that scenario. We're dealing with a client who um. You know, it, we we call them clients. They they utilize us for a convenience of an appointment. And what what we do is we see some clients will call several veterinary hospitals um, at once and make appointments everywhere, and then no show to the particular hospital that they didn't get what they wanted to. Um, so I just wanted to, and I understand. I mean, if you if you feel there's a there's an urgency, it depends on the situation. But especially with COVID. Um, Covid has made us double, triple booked. Covid has, um, and I'm sure many of you pet parents are experiencing this. Incredible wait times at various hospitals, um, specifically referral centers, um, because they are just overwhelmed. And so, it's very important that you understand that that when an an appointment is booked. So in that scenario, that appointment was going to be probably a triple book appointment. Um, in which case, you know, the primary concern is the better health of the pet, but it's also customer service. But it, it is it is a lost opportunity for someone else that may have had a situation to come in that was lost because you scheduled an appointment that you never showed to. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because there is a no-show fee being implemented by many vet hospitals. I mean, these are things that they experience in the human world. I, I mean, if, if I made an appointment at human's doctors, I didn't show up. Or didn't bother to call. I'd be billed for sure. Um, so it goes beyond typically a common courtesy thing. Um, and you know, th- they would not hesitate to call. They would call ten minutes after and basically say, "You, you, you're going to be billed, and you have to reschedule." Um, in this particular case, wasn't even given an opportunity. So it's 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 tough on the vet team. I, I think that um, it's important to keep that appointment. Um, also, it's. It's continuity of care. Um, you know, every vet hospital has a different approach of care. Um, you know, there there are some scenarios where was was this truly just a vaccine appointment and not really worried about the diarrhea? I don't know. Um, but it these things happen all all the time. It becomes an emergent when when a, a, a convenience shopper, so to speak, doesn't get what they want. They change the scenario and they go from there. But it's it's very tough on the vet team. And then we're always worried, well, is Fluffy really okay? Is Fluffy doing okay? Did you just make an appointment and get vaccines when there is diarrhea? You know, it's it's very tough. So that's why that callback was put in to determine how things go. But I would say that this happens, it's happening more often um, during COVID because I think people are calling for appointments when when they need them rather than when they can be seen. Um, and for those vets who happen to see those appointments, great, because it means that you're seeing them and, and kudos to you. But but if you're a regular client somewhere, it is very detrimental to that that vet hospital. And as you can see, because of COVID, um, you know I used to be able to book same day, and it's it's gone. Um, the the difficulty goes there. And That's part of what COVID has brought. Um, it's brought a busy busier than normal schedule, um, and there we are with that scenario. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I hope that was informative and fun. It's fun for me to do things like this. I love thinking about things like this. Um, We'll take a quick, quick break with these messages and come back for scenario number two. Stay tuned.
0: We're back with Your Pet Matters with Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care, discussing everything you need to know to keep your furry friends happy, healthy, and safe. Only on 1077 The Brunk.
1: Welcome back. If you're just joining us, it's me, Dr. T here on Your Pet Matters, and I'm doing different phone scenarios that are real, believe it or not, that we get on a regular basis, we being veterinarians, veterinarian hospitals, get on a regular basis, um, and the concepts involved in those and why we recommend what we recommend. So let's go into scenario number two. Okay, phone call scenario number two. I entitle, I don't want to recheck. Okay, here we go. Let's, um, let's do this. hello uh ABCD vet clinic Mike speaking how can I help you oh hey mr Johnson um it was rusty right yeah rusty we saw rusty a couple weeks ago for ear infection and so I guess you're you're calling to make a recheck appointment okay you don't want an appointment because you don't think it's necessary. Okay, great. I'm glad to see that Rusty's no longer shaking his head, that his ears look to you to be pretty clean, um, and that you did your two weeks of medication and and according to you, everything's fine. Um, well, I, I just wanted to um, point out that, you know, the way we look at ear infections are we don't just look at the ear, we actually look in the ear and we take a sampling. You know, as we did two weeks ago, we take a sampling of the ears, we put that smear on a slide and we look at what's in there because you can see yeast, you can see bacteria, you can see a bunch of things in there. And so, so the purpose of the recheck appointment, I just want to clarify this with you, is that is that what we want to do is want to resmear those years to make sure that everything is back to normal levels. Um, Specifically that I don't see um, yeast or bacteria in there in a lot of amounts that we did before. So let me just look up. So, oh yeah, actually it was a mixed infection that we had with Rusty. Um, There's both a lot of yeast and a lot of bacteria there. So it's really important that we look at those numbers and, and see that everything is resolved to normalcy um and it's something, you know, that like I said, we have to look in the ear um so that the doctor can see what's going on, um, and go from there. And then we can talk about a, a regular maintenance schedule. Um, we can talk again. I see in the notes that uh Dr. T was a little concerned about possible food allergy that can cause a lot of these ear issues. So it's really important. <laughs> Um, yeah, I I understand. You think that the ears look really good, and you don't think that there's anything there. Um, but it's really important to have you know to have that appointment just to make sure and and see where everything is. Okay. okay, I understand that, sir. That that you don't you you want to be seen, but you don't want to be charged for the appointment. Um, well, it, it it it's a little difficult, sir, because you know as you see um, you know we we have to run some confirmatory test there um, there's the the time it takes to do that the, the doctor not only going to just check Rusty's ears he's going to do a full physical exam um, and you know the technician's going to be involved in this and we'll have to talk to you and talk about a regular schedule so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of a lot of time of people's time and expenses with the equipment and the things etc that it's very tough for me to say that this can be a free exam. Okay, I uh, understand that, sir. Um, it, it's it's like we said, you know, a lot. It's very important that we do this recheck appointment. But, if you, if, you know, it's, it's in Rusty's best interest. And that's what we're really looking out for, is Rusty's best interest. Okay, he hung up on me. Um, goodbye. Okay, so let's let's break that scenario down. So in this case, Rusty had an ear infection, and, um, you know, the, the way ear infections are diagnosed is is we look at the history, we look at, um, you know, the, the reason why food allergy came up was it, you know, food allergy is num- the, one of the number one causes of ear issues in, in pets, um, you know, and I you know, we weren't determined whether this is a chronic ear infection or not, but um, it looked like it was a mixed infection, so. Ear infections really occur because there's inflammation of the skin. Now, that inflammation can be caused by a lot of factors, one of them being a food allergy, another being some sort of, um, you see a lot of ear infections after there's, there's been even bathing and stuff. Anything that's going to stay in there and remain cause um, inflammation can lead to overpopulation of the yeast and bacteria that normally reside there. Um, so in, in most cases, it's yeast. Yeast overpopulates. You get that yeasty smell get inflamed, shaky ears, go to your vet, they do a, a smear and see that it's yeast, get on the proper medication, um, and then they want to do a recheck. Um, in Rusty's case, it, it was probably a bit more prolonged or more interactive where the bacteria started growing up as well. Um, it wasn't determined whether it was an a opportunistic bacteria because that can occur in even chronic cases, um, and then there's a different medical treatment for that. Um, but in order for your veterinarian to ascertain that there is clearance of an infection. Could have been an upper respiratory infection, could be a, a urinary tract infection, could be a ear infection, could be another skin infection, could, anything, any sort of infection. The only way we can do it is, is by doing a physical exam. And in this case, it'd be getting another smear of those ears to see what's going on. And we get a lot of pushback about, about seeing a, a second appointment, but it's, it you c- we cannot confirm that there's nothing there. And nothing is more frustrating to your vet when a client declines an infection and then later on it balloons up into a massive infection or another infection and it's like, well, where were we? Where Did it ever go away? Did it ever go away and it just, you know, boiled and, you know, brewed there for weeks before flaring up again. We see that with with ears, we see that with uh, urinary tract infections, a lot of things can happen that way. So, keeping that second appointment is is very important. So. That's the medical reason why to keep that second appointment, and then as you see, uh, Mr. Johnson got really upset and didn't want to pay. Um, it, it, I, I've said this, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face. Um, veterinary medicine comes with it incredible high operating costs, um, and, and we joke, we joke that every day, just to open up you're at a deficit because you've got a bunch of people to pay, you've got all the utilities to pay, you've got all this equipment that's on lease because I know very few vets who could actually buy a piece of equipment because they're super expensive. And it's, it's equipment and personnel for a hospital. And, and I have to stress that, you know, my human medical doctor has a staff, about half of what I have because you don't need a lot of staff to hold pets and everything. Um, he's got the telephone system, he's got you know, lights and walls, but he's got probably one one hundredth of the cost of equipment that I have. Um, and so he's not a hospital. He doesn't have x-ray. He doesn't, I think he's, does he have inhaled blood? I don't know if he has inhaled blood. He's got a spinner. Um, uh, doesn't have a full dental suite. Doesn't have a loaded pharmacy. The pharmacy items that are usually at your human medical doctor are freebies given by the company. Um, and a plethora of all these things. Doesn't have a food stock, special food stock. Uh, doesn't have all the equipment needed for hospital. Uh, IV lines, uh, everything to put catheters in, everything for anesthesia, anesthesia machines, um, an autoclave to, to clean all the things. So there's there's a huge difference between what a vet hospital is and what the human is. But even having said that, you're getting charged a recheck exam for your human. It's just on insurance. So If I could plug anything, I'm gonna plug insurance. Get pet insurance. Did you know that only 1% of the nation's pets are insured? If you have pet insurance, I'm telling you, it will make a significant difference on what you're able to provide your pet and what your veterinarian's able to offer you to provide your pet. Um, It's it's a giant stress in, in my industry that we are unable to offer the services that are needed for that situation simply because of finances, and it will take that, that out of the way. But, you know, it's, it's difficult for me to say, I will do a free exam. Very difficult. I think it's very difficult to any vet to say, I will do a free exam, because that is, it's it's my time, it's my team's time, it's the equipment used. It How can it be, even it, it's not even a break even, it's a loss. It's a loss for the business to do a free exam. So it's a loss for your pet not to get that medical recheck done, because that will determine where your pet's health stand. And it's a loss for the veterinarian from a living standpoint, not to have the recheck exam. So I hope that, that clarifies the importance of a recheck exam. Okay, we'll take a short break and come back with more of vet phone call scenarios. Stay tuned right here on 1077-1077-thebronc.com. 1077, 1077, If you're just tuning in
2: every weekend, you'll find a project to get involved with. And sometimes it'll include your scaly or furry partner in crime. From Your Pet Matters with Dr. T, it's time for Producers Pet Project, your go-to for pet news, recall alerts, adoption services, and overall helpful tips and tricks to keep your best friend happy and healthy. Producers Pet Project is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care.
3: Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Your Pet Matters. I'm a producer, Wade Buchanan, and today I kind of want to talk about something else. Um, for my school, the semester's ended, so that means I'm back in the comfort of my own home in my hometown. Um, but today, I was going uh, just around town with my good buddy Steve um, and we te- we wanted to stop by this place that one of my other friends works at um and I'll shout it out real quick it's uh, NJ exotic pets in uh, Lodi New Jersey um, its really just a great place they rescue um, all types of reptiles um, even some uh, some miniature pigs some rabbits and I know I often talk about dogs or cats and how mainly how to help them keep happy, healthy and safe but um, I wanted to take a, um, a different route for this episode and kind of talk about what it takes to take care of a um, something as simple as like a frog or even a rabbit um, and what I noticed is that when you walk into the store there's a lot of Um, I guess kind of environmental um, decorations for the tanks or for the cages and it's more or less to uh, give a natural um, kind of feel for the uh, animal because you want it to feel as close to the wild as it can so they had all sorts of different things that you could customize the tank with from uh, something of waterproof moss to um, just like simple hay for the animals to eat inside the cage Um, and it was really um, kind of eye-opening just how much you really need for these animals. Um, Now, of course, there are plenty of things that you have to do to make sure that they are clean and uh, I thought I'd just share only a few of them Um, but they should still be helpful in order to keep a reptile or amphibian um, happy, healthy, and safe. So, um, here we go. Okay, so that since most reptiles are cold blooded, you want to make sure that they have um, comfortable temperatures in their tank. So, such things as heat lamps will be very beneficial in keeping your reptile happy. Um, you also want to boost their treats um, for such things as like crickets or Um, other foods for reptiles Um, you could boost them with uh, such things as calcium powder um, just to overall give them proper nutrients uh, beyond the original food Um, this one was actually surprising but you have to make sure that you pamper them Um, reptiles need to shed their old skin in order to grow and so a reptile bath which could consist of rich formula to, of such things as aloe vera and other emollients can help soften the old skin. And then uh, mist spray um, can help restore the peak moisture levels for tropical reptiles when sprayed pretty much once a day. Um, and you have to also enhance their surroundings. As before, um, a reptile's habitat is their world. So, outfit it with places for them to hide and hang as if they were roaming around in the wild. So, that leads back to the waterproof moss or water tanks or other things that would make it feel more like the wild. Um, of course, I mentioned rabbits beforehand, so I would also like to share a few facts and tips and tricks and how to keep them happy. Um, so, here they are. So for these facts, they're situational depending on where you keep your rabbit. If you keep your rabbit outside or inside, um, these facts may vary in um, importance, but they are still interesting nonetheless. So one is to keep a tip-top hutch. If your bunny is kept outdoors, then its hutch should be at least four feet long, two feet wide, and two feet deep, and should have a solid bottom. You should also make sure that it is cleaned regularly and packed with straw. Number two is to stay on top of your bunny's diet. Rabbits have an unusual digestive system and re-ingest their droppings. This is why it's important to give your bunny all the nutrients it needs. Hay or grass are better for digestive health than nuggets and is needed for their gastrointestinal systems to properly function. It should form the majority of your bunny's diet. Washed leafy green vegetables and herbs are safe to eat and be given to your rabbit's daily. However, root vegetables such as carrots and fruit should only be given as a treat in small amounts. Encourage plenty of exercise, which means not getting enough physical activity is very dangerous for the rabbit, and developing a condition called GI status which is potentially deadly condition in which the digestive system slows down or stops completely. Make sure that your rabbit is out of its cage at least once every day, either in a run or a run around the room. And use playtime as well as encouraging exercise. You also have to check for signs of illness and injury. Rabbits don't show any outward signs of being in pain and can often be suffering unnoticeably look for changes in your bunny's behavior which can indicate illness or pain in warm weather it's important to check fur and skin around the bottom tail areas at least once if not twice a day urine staining and droppings that get stuck can attract flies causing fly strike which can be fatal and also bunny proof your home if you have a house rabbit or even when you bring your outdoor rabbit inside during the cold weather, it's important to address safety hazards around your home and protect against damage. Neatly cover your electric tables with uh, wire covers, raise houseplants out of reach because they could be potentially toxic, and protect the legs of wooden furniture with plastic protection. Unfortunately, this is all the time I have for this episode of Your Pet Matters. Tune in next time, where I give you more tips, tricks, and overall stories to keep your furry friends happy, healthy, and safe. Till then, back to Dr. T and Your Pet Matters. I'm your producer, Wade Buchanan, and I will see you all in the next one. Stay safe, everybody.
2: That was today's segment of Producers Pet Project. Your one stop for all things pet news, recall alerts, adoption services, and more. Be sure to tune in next time. And for a more in-depth conversation, listen to Your Pet Matters with Dr. T every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Producers Pet Project is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. Only on 1077 The Bronx.
0: We're back with Your Pet Matters with Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care. Discussing everything you need to know to keep your furry friends happy, healthy, and safe. Only on 1077 The Brunk.
1: If you're just tuning in, it's me, Dr. T, and right here on Your Pet Matters. And we're doing phone call scenarios um, that (laughs) we get, we really get. I kid you not. We really get these. These are real. We get them several times. Um, and uh, different scenarios and leading to why we recommend what we do. And hopefully it opens up discussion between you and your veterinarian. Let's go to the scenario number three. Okay, let's talk about scenario number three, um, which I entitled, I don't care if it's been over a year since you've seen my pet. I need my meds. Okay, here we go. Hello, uh, this is the best vet practice in the world. Mike speaking, how can I help you? Oh, hi, Mrs. Johnson. Um, I believe I just talked to Mr. Johnson last week. Um, about rusty's ears, and so now you're calling about uh, Phoebe. Okay, well let me let me let me look up Phoebe. Let me see what's going on here. Oh, uh, it looks like um, you're asking for some preventatives like Heart Guard and Next Guard. And uh, uh, okay, it, 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 I'm sorry. It looks like looks like Phoebe hasn't. The last appointment that we saw Phoebe was about a year and a half ago. Um, and so it's really important that we see Phoebe again before we can really dispense those things. I'm I, I I I I understand. I understand that you you need your preventatives now. Um. Uh, I'm I'm a little I'm a little confused here. Uh, it looks like you bought six months of HeartGuard in next a year and a half ago. So let me just calculate here. It looks like that would have lasted you six months, so it's been a year since you've had those. And you know, in, in in right here in New Jersey, we do recommend being on preventatives all year round. So it looks like we're a little low. And so um, one of the important things, especially with heartworm disease, is that if you haven't been on that preventative, that we really want to see Phoebe and we want to test to make sure that we don't have heartworm disease or other tick-borne illnesses or anything going on there, and do a physical exam and. You know, Phoebe. Oh, she's like ten years old, and so you know, typically for the senior pets, we at least want to do a blood work and urine analysis at least once a year. <laughs> I okay. I understand. Um, you y- you just want your preventatives. Well, it, it, Mrs. Johnson, I I have to be quite honest with you. I have to tell you that you know, there's there's this thing called a doctor-patient relationship, and by law, it's important that the doctor actually examines Phoebe once a year in order to continue that relationship, in order to be able to provide medications, provide medical services, provide things like heart guard and next guard. Um, It's very important to have their hands on. Oh, um, you're... Brother's a doctrine says that's not needed. Uh, uh, can I just put you on hold for a sec? Count to ten. Uh, thank, thanks for, thanks for um, um, holding, uh, Mrs. Johnson. So, um, you know, it, it, it. it that that's great that your brother's a doctor, and I, I'm sure he of all people would understand the doctor-patient relationship. Um, so, as I said, it's very important. Unfortunately, I'm I'm awfully sorry, but I can't you know I can't um, put this request through for for preventative refill unless we actually see Phoebe. Um, like I said, it's it's important to continue that doctor-patient relationship once a year, make sure that Phoebe's in good health. I mean, just examining Phoebe, make sure Phoebe's in good health and, you know, uh, she looks like she's, she. the last bit time we saw her, there was discussion about arthritis, discussion about dental disease. And so, you know, the doctor's going to want to look at these things and discuss things with you. And most importantly, make sure, you know, Phoebe's best medical interests are, are at hand. and And if she does heaven forbid have something like like these disease processes and we're putting out to prevent it's 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 just not a good scenario so so i I'd recommend that you come in um, we can squeeze you in um, you know what day would work good for you okay i got two hang ups with the same family okay so let's discuss that scenario so i guess i have to preface this with these are these are these are real I kid you not, this happens. It happens to us <laughs> on a more than regular basis. And I'm sure every veterinarian out there can, can relate to these scenarios. Um, and when I say more than regular, several times a month, we get these scenarios happening. Several times a month. And so um, in this case, there's that most important thing. It's called a doctor-patient relationship. With your, your veterinarian has to examine your pet, has to do what we call hands-on to have some form of exam at least once a year in order to continue that relationship so that they can then, you know, uh, do proper medical wellness. And that includes things like your heart guard and your neck guard, your, your heartworm prevention and your tick and flea prevention. Um, in, in this case, Phoebe's a senior. And so I, you know, what I threw in there was, uh, uh, arthritis, which is very common in seniors, and dental disease. And so um, those types of things can really wreak havoc on your pet, especially if they haven't been seen in a year and a half. It, there's, there's lots of scenarios that can happen. That dental disease is not going anywhere. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. So a grade one dental could be a grade three to four in a year and a half if things get worse. And there's a lot of pain with dental disease, infection of the mouth, and lots of things need to be addressed. Arthritis doesn't go away. We manage it. We manage it with supplements. We manage it at times with pain management. Um, I'm fortunate that we can do physiotherapy. You combine those three things, I'm telling you, a dog that is arthritic can lead a good long life. So what Mrs. Johnson either chooses not to do or doesn't understand is the importance of seeing that vet once a year to get that that um, analysis going on. But we can't just refill preventatives um, or any medication. Um, you know, uh, my my protocols here for a dog that's on chronic medication. So if we go back to the arthritis for chronic pain management, I want to do blood work on them every six months. Remember, remember six months to us. So let me again, go back to the human and um, veterinarian combination. Your human doctor will not refill a med unless you have blood work done on a regular basis. Usually it's every three months, I believe. Um, will not, will refuse, and that blood work's important because they wanna make sure that there's no side effects of the meds, that you're, you know, a lot of these meds do do affect liver function, kidney function, whatever, so it's very important. In the same way, we want to see that. And keep in mind, six human months is at least two pet years. Whether it's blood work, whether it's disease process, it things progress, things change. And I, I'd be lying if we didn't agree that within a month, human, that a person can go from wellness to ill health. So think of think of multiplying that by three to four. So just keep that in mind. So when you say every six months for blood work, it's, it's if, if your human doctor said, I wanna see you every two years for blood work, you'd be going, forget it. I wanna be seen every three months. I wanna make sure everything's going on. So think about that, pet parents, think about that. That's why we recommend this. So, it's very important to have that visit, and who knows? I mean, there may be a there may be a, a, a ear infection <laughs> in that. But 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 those are the important things. And so I think I think that I hope this helps open up the concept of why we recommend why we do it, um, the importance of it, and how it can benefit your pet's well-being and health. So I thought to take a different take on things this week, and I, I hope this helps. Um, but yes, this really, really happens. It really does. Remember, everyone, love your pet like they love you unconditionally. Have a great day.
0: That was Your Pet Matters with Dr. T of Progressive Veterinary Care. You can tune in right here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Or to hear more right now, you can go to 1077 your slash yourpetmatters, where you can download past episodes as podcasts on your favorite platform like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. Your Pet Matters is underwritten by Progressive Veterinary Care, 390 County Road, Route 518, Skillman. For more information online, it's progressiveveterinarycare.com. We'll see you next time, only on 1077 The Bronx.